0: that knows how to throw a big giant Buckeye party. You're listening to the Buckeye Show. You are listening to a Buckeye Show podcast exclusive. That's what you're listening to. So if you're listening to this, you're in a special club that nobody else is in. Unless you tell them to be in the club, then they're all allowed to
1: be in. I'm Timmy Hall, and that's my guy T-Bone over there. Party on, T-Bone. Party on, Timmy Hall. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I don't have the uh, Andrew WK CD collection that you do, but uh, it's all right. This
0: The only the only thing that I ever remember this song being on was one of the Maddens. It was oh, on yeah, the yeah, menu yeah. screen for one of those Maddens. I have no... What would that... Like Madden 08, something in that realm? I'm not sure, but... I don't know when I heard this recently, and then I I emailed you. I said I've got to have that as a rejoin <laughs> for the podcast show. show? I've did just did got you to ever have see it. that
1: album cover where he had the? Uh, is the it just p- him screaming.
0: Yeah, I remember but the video. He's a long, he dark-haired like, guy. Uh, he right? has like
1: blood all over his face, and they in the stores they put like a black cover over the part of his face where the blood huh. was. I remember they thought that was too graphic for Best Buy. He's or probably Circuit City or wherever <laughs> for a Circuit City. Oh, may <laughs> may she rest in peace. Yeah, indeed. The old, the old lady, may she rest in peace. I feel yep. like
0: Andrew W.K. Is a, is a Christian rock guy. just seems like <laughs> he would be. He seems like one of those guys, oh, did you know he's Christian rock? You like, No, no, no he, was, he was not
1: one of those that crossed over to our old Christian radio station. At least when I worked there. Maybe he's since converted. I have no idea.
0: Well, he's T-Bone, and he does the show with Common Man, as you guys know, from three to six on the fan, and he loves basketball. So that's why we have him in, because we can just freeform talk about these uh, Buckeye basketball players in this team. And I got to tell you, man, you go to Sunday night when it's a, first of all, what the hell are we doing with an 8 PM? Oh, tip? It was so,
1: th- it threw me off the whole night, which just, I'm sitting there going, wait a second, tomorrow's Monday, but we had all this football today, but now I got to get into basketball mode and, and I'm excited to watch Buckeye basketball, but yeah, that that's more of a Tuesday, vibe tuesday night sit down watch a buckeye basketball game you want the schedule to be more a college basketball schedule than oh there's all this football going on too i'm not
0: even attaching that to football and i get how you do it i'm just speaking from a basketball purist when you think about where your team is and then you draw the nebraska road game in that time slot on sunday give that to me at four any anything anything earlier than that i know it's going to be tricky For football fans when that's still going on, I'm I'm a hardcore football fan too, as you know. So yeah, it's, it will get a lot more free and open once we get out of the NFL playoffs and then college basketball just gets to take over. Then you get your CBS feast on Saturday and on Sunday, and there's going to be a lot of big 10 action uh, the rest of the way through until March, but You know what, man? I was talking to Joey Lane about this. Is there any better feeling than just stealing a game that you're really not going to win? That was so great. That's what they did.
1: They they did, and it was one of those games the entire time I'm watching it as Malachi Branham is having his Welcome to College basketball Mm. game where he is showing up in a big way, in a way that I think you and I talked about before the season that, man, he could be something really special when you look at... His body type, his ability to get to the rim. A lot of this, obviously, was him shooting from outside in this game. But he also, you know, got into the lane, had some nice pull-ups and all that. Like, the whole package seemed to be on display with him in Nebraska. But I I remember we talked before the season, like, man, if he could be that other guy or anybody could be that other guy alongside EJ, this team could go places I was so worried watching that game that I'm like, man, is he going to score 30 points and they're going to lose this game? And we're going to talk about the 30-point malachi Branham game as a (laughs) loss. Just such a disappointing thing. You don't want to have to do, right? You can't lose the
0: Malachi Branham game when it when the no. name becomes the game. Yeah. You can't lose it. You didn't lose the Justin Orange game. No. In you Iowa can't City. do that.
1: Right. You gotta win those games when your guys step up and have a big night. You gotta find a way to get it done. I love the way, you know, he started off just shooting on fire from the outside.
0: Oh. You make that first three, you keep it going. I I even I don't know how much of this you notice as a basketball fan when you're watching it. His some of some of his three-point shots his his footwork was interesting to me. There were a couple of three-pointers where he finished with his right foot way in front yeah. of his left. Yeah. You notice that like he was almost so zeroed in yeah, on the front did, of the it rim. It did not matter. It did not matter how he was set or where he was. If he was open, he wanted to collect it. Not so much concerned about if my left foot is here, my right foot is here, my eyes are on the front of the rim, and I'm releasing catch and shoot, and'm I'm, I'm gonna well, bang it home
1: that's that's a thing that you've been in basketball camps. Anyone who's gone to a basketball camp, they spend so much time and rightfully so for for ninety nine percent of humans who go to basketball camps, <laughs> they spend so much time on footwork, hand placement. make sure you' you know, your elbows not more than 90 degrees when you're going to shoot or make Elbows sure you yeah. yeah elbow tucked in make sure you got under palm you want to you want a space between your palm and the ball you don't want it to be flat on there or whatever and all that stuff then you go watch a guy like Steph Curry shoot threes and you go well he doesn't do all that but he is the most ridiculous three point shooter he we've just ever feels seen it. and and yeah. i feel like the fundamental part where your feet are all that other stuff when you get up in the air as high as these guys can jump when they're playing college or pro basketball, once you're in the air, are your hips and your shoulders square to the bucket? Is your body in line? And are you flowing with that shot straight out of your hand, as opposed to having a hitch, as opposed to little clutches and things you're doing before you shoot? If you're steady, so I'm saying his foot being ahead a little bit, behind a little bit, once you get up in the air, if it's pure in that like half a second where you're in the air and you're locked in on the shot, how you land and all that is also important for most humans for a guy like Malachi Branham, it's probably not as
0: important. And Malachi, again, had six three-pointers. He was unconscious. He was 13 for 19. He was incredibly efficient. Yeah. He was hitting the threes. I thought his biggest shot of the game was when the Bucks hit the first two threes in the overtime. And you're just, you're trying to race ahead, right? You're trying to seal this thing up. We stole it to get to the OT. Let's get these buckets. Let's go. Of course, they throw in a wild three on top of Ohio State's first couple. Then they get to the free throw line. So it's only four. You have the ball, and it's only a four-point game. Anything can happen. And what does Malachi do? He gets into that Rip Hamilton. We can just scratch off Rip's name and just insert Malachi. He gets into the Malachi Mm mid-range, and he hits the rise and fire from about 11 or 12 feet, and it's buckets all day long. I love that game.
1: For guys his size, too, right? That is such a perfect shot because he's going to be quicker than most guys that are his size that are going to guard him on the perimeter. And then when you go inside with the bigs, it gets all, it's the Big Ten, man. It gets nasty in there. You get some times where you get hammered and they call nothing. And then you go down the next trip and you're guarding a guy pretty perfectly and they call a touch foul and you just lose your mind. Yeah. That mid-range game takes all that out of it. and pull up. When you can pull up from 12 feet and knock him down, which... Again, if you're a guy who can hit from three and you can put in that work it's to easy. get that good from there, easy shot it should be no problem yeah. to pull up at that spot and hit it. It's one of the, man, just find your spot and shoot. Like that's, I, I would, I would be okay. And I'm sure this is something he's worked on. Like pick four spots inside the three point line and shoot a hundred from each of those every single day. Because if you, if he wants to get to a spot that's not the rim. No one in the, in the big 10 is going to stop him from getting a couple steps. There's guys that'll catch him when he gets to the rim. Maybe there might be guys, you know, as he's a young player, but man, if you pick three or four spots in that mid range area and just say, I'm going to get there on this drive and no one will stop me. Probably very few guys in in this league can. So I
0: don't know if you looked all this stuff up, but when I was doing the post game on Sunday, we, we had this and I started looking into Ohio state's just overall basketball record books. Yeah. And you could actually go to the most prolific scoring games of all time. And I don't think there's been a 50-point game. I think it starts at 49. And you see the Gary Brads of the world, right? Mm-hmm. He's yeah. got, like, 30 of them. Dennis Hobson's got, like, the others. Yeah, But, you right. know, it's, it's those yeah, two yeah. names. And then Jerry Lucas's and the Havliceks and all that. So you can fit the 35 point games on that sheet. Yeah. That's right. how impressive that is. Kade Bates. Diop had one and it's like the ties for the 47th, like the top 50 most prolific scoring games in Ohio state history. It would make its way on to that sheet. And as far as freshmen go, Jim Jackson, who he's wearing his number to yeah, honor him. Yeah. How proud would he be? He never had a game. A oh. scoring game that high in his career of 35. I, I
1: thought a lot of Come Jimmy on. Jackson obviously wearing the number and playing a lot like Jimmy Jackson did in, in some of his best games in that game. That's It was reminiscent of that. But also, you know, who it reminded me of a lot is Michael Red. Like, he, he had a lot of that Michael Red game going mm-hmm. where Michael Red could just kind of... Loop it along and pull up and hit a couple shots and get himself going. And then everything opens back up. You know, because there were a couple t- times in that game where, you know, Malachi had to go off. Maybe he didn't touch the ball that much for a couple minutes. Nebraska's trying to work that against him. But then he'd get a touch, he'd get in the lane and hit a little pull up. And suddenly he was right back into it. And it, three or four shots. And that's what I, Michael red was good at doing that. All great scorers are good at finding a way to get the ball in their hands, get a shot and then get some momentum. And here's, what's great about this. Kyle young didn't play and it was a non
0: COVID illness. He should be good to go for Thursday against Indiana. We'll get to talk to the Holt man tomorrow, find out what's up with the team. So hopefully we're good there. EJ Liddell, His legs were not there. He was having a heck of a night. You could. He's not going to have many like that because he's so good. He's almost bulletproof. But there was the example where he did – and somehow, some way, you were able to claw and scratch and get it done. Other guys were stepping up and hitting shots. Jamari Wheeler, who had to be taken out for a portion I think of this hit game. His career high yeah. three-pointers yeah. in this game. Four 16. of them. He hit 16. Yeah, he was yeah. four for five. So credit to him. Michi's always confident enough. He just yeah. has a memory like a goldfish. He'll step up there to the three-point stripe and knock down a big bucket. But it's the thing with Malachi, to get a game like that – you know you can't really compare this to D'Angelo because when you r- realize what D'Angelo Russell was going to be for his freshman year, he was the team.
1: He was the best player he on was. that team. Oh, we talked about how he yeah. waste, that we kind of wasted that year with him because went to the second round of the tournament. It's well, right? Lost I'm not, to VCU, I think, or he, lost to Arizona. I don't Sounds remember right. which one. I, th- yeah. I can't Beat, remember which VCU one it was lost to Arizona. Okay, but. I just mean from the standpoint of how many games did we see where it's like he would have 11 dimes and be taken over a game and they'd lose by three. And he probably could have had 15 assists, but he'd have three or four passes that were perfect. They'd get there. Guy couldn't finish at the rim.
0: Sam Thompson missed the finish on the greatest pass I've ever seen in college basketball. And then he did the same pass in the next game. that And Sam finished He put
1: the skip on it. Yeah, the sideways English. I've never—you're right. I've, I think I've he threw it with his left. Yeah, I want to say you're right. He was, say, right. On it was the right like on right a, wing. He'd cut it in, and it would bounce backwards to the guy cutting in from the left. Yes, yes. He's on Back the right. Backdoor cut left wing. He'd weave it through the lane with that sidearm, sidewinder motion. Yeah, he, like, he bounced it towards it's the one hoop. Of the, one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. And then I've it hit the seen. bounce
0: and then bounced to the left towards like, the cutting Sam Thompson. Most oh.
1: elite <laughs> basketball players wouldn't have the balls to do that in an open gym, <laughs> let alone to do it in a, you know, I think it was a Big Ten game that he, a couple times, they did High of, level. Wasn't one of them yeah. Northwestern? I want to say one of them was, yeah, it was North, the next was, game. Yeah, that's right. Because it failed against it Iowa. That's it, yeah. Not
0: due to D'Angelo. No, due no, no. Missing a wide open layup or dunk, and his nickname is Slam because yeah, he's at right. the best hops we've seen in the last two decades here, <laughs> and then he has to do it again because uh. Northwestern's not going to be none the wiser. He could have been throw, he could have been incorporating that in the rest yeah. of the season. He could have yeah. hit him for one, but that was, I mean, for today's game, that was a Jokic, you
1: know, LeBron just high level pass. right? Yeah. But it's. That's what we, you know, to go back to the Malachi Branham yeah. game, but Malachi not to, wasting those performances is
0: such a huge thing. Not so much about that. My point being in comparing that to D'Angelo is I don't think we all quite knew for sure in our hearts what Malachi would ultimately be as a freshman. You know what I'm well, saying? All right. We had hopes. We, we had, had hopes. we had hopes, yes. There's a big stretch from even being a guy that could compete for Big Ten Freshman of the Year to being somebody that could go for 35 on the road. I mean, guys, most Big Ten players of the year will not go for 35 on the road in this conference. You average between 19 and 22. And and, and again, Malachi's not averaging that. This was a one-time thing. But the point is you
1: have that. You have somebody you who know can what? do that. It wasn't fluky. Is the other thing. Like Correct. I, know, I know you could say, yeah, he got hot early in that game and had like three three pointers in the first six or seven minutes of the game, and that set him up really well. Yeah. So what? But it wasn't flashed like, him in. Yeah, it wasn't like they were just leaving him open. It was he was making good plays off the ball. He was moving well, getting the ball in in space. He was getting the ball on time and with everything locked and loaded, ready to go. And he was looking for his shot, and he wasn't just firing it. Like you said, it was efficient. It wasn't like he was just out there firing like crazy, and the offense sucked. He was taking the shot that was there from the offense and making it. And, yeah, I I am very impressed with him. I said after watching the first couple games, if you have a guy who can get to the rim that's going to go huge. And he seems like he's got that ability. And he showed that a little bit in this game, too. And that's why, not to disparage this guy, because Justin Arns is still
0: important for this team when he knocks down shots. But when he had his night against Iowa, Uh, right? It was a long time before you saw anything. I don't even know if he's been in the 20s again. Honestly, right, I'd have to look that's, up. That's the difference. That's the between... difference because Malachi is a three-level scorer. Mm-hmm. He will shoot the mid-range. He had a tomahawk slam out of the offense <laughs> in this game. So he gets up. He can play above oh. the rim. And the stronger that he gets, that's the thing where I I wonder. And he's not going to have another thirty-five point game as a freshman, but he's going to have a guy who's you're going to have a guy whose offensive prowess and confidence continues to grow. Then by the time we see him as a sophomore, which Now, as I'm evolving and thinking it'll probably be his last year in a Buckeye uniform, he's going to get
1: stronger and the body's going to come along and
0: that physicality will
1: step up with it,
0: with the score that you're seeing. Well,
1: obviously every NBA scout who knew about him beforehand and probably was like, we'll keep an eye on this kid, you know, know, kid out of Akron, always good idea to check on the St. Vincent, St. Mary's prospects coming out of there, but... Then when you see him now do this, all those NBA radar screens lit back up and said, all right, we're going to be doing a little bit more scouting for this year. Just in case I'm not saying that's likely, I don't think that's likely, but you never know, man, if he, I mean, you can see how an NBA scout would look at that game and say, Oh, okay. This kid's a lot further along than we thought. Let's see what happens in this big 10 season. Right. And, and let's see what he does in the tournament. There might come opportunities that quickly for him. If he, Obviously, if he has 35 a game, he's not going to be your past this year. But I'm saying if he can develop his game to be more like that with less touches, maybe averaging 18 or 20 through the Big Ten schedule, that's going to raise a lot of questions and eyebrows about what is his level of preparedness for the NBA. And I don't think that's wrong for them to ask those questions. And let's be honest, too. You and I,
0: we we follow it very closely. So we understand how when the general public looks at a team's record looks at what it is, you just sort of scoff at it and you'll see the box score and you say, Oh God, these Buckeyes must be something wrong. Only beat Nebraska six and 17 by that much to win those games. It is so crucial because you will get six to 10 of those types of game flows in a big 10 season. It is just going to happen. And the tougher team, The tougher team sets the rules, right? Another thing that that Joey told me from being in Chris Holtman's program. He's he's not wrong. Tough it out, win the game, and now you have – I mean, think about it. You have a whole extra victory in your Big Ten win-loss column now. All of this feeds into winning a conference championship and setting yourselves and you, up. You, you, you lose it. a game in Nebraska; it's tougher
1: to do. You that. You did it without Kyle Young, and you did it with an, a very ten-point EJ. Not not yeah. at his best, EJ Liddell. Two for
0: fourteen, EJ. Yeah,
1: yeah. Which That's amazing to win that, and I'm not. I'm not him rip, doing that. I'm not ripping EJ at all. No, but that is no, no. It's going to happen. Well, you know? no, but we've talked about his shot. When even when he's on, his shot is a is little flat. That's just the way he shoots. He's Mike, perfected it, but it is a flat shot. He Mike, might need Michael to get Jordan a little more also had a flat shot. For those of you who don't follow like basketball, that but like guys can shoot flat and still be great it's shooters. It's not a problem necessarily. It's that when you don't have your legs, which Holman said the next day. And I I'm watching the game. I was texting with my buddy Josh, who that's what we, we love texting about basketball games. And he texts me. he's like, EJ has no legs. And I'm like, Yeah, I I don't know all the situation back behind the scenes there with you know COVID and everything else, but they've been off for two weeks. It's It's no doubt that some guys yeah. for sure probably didn't get the level of training they normally would. So you could see his legs just weren't there, and that's why when you have a flatter shot, it is a lot harder to get those to go in if you're not rising and looking at the rim eye level, which he normally does. Hey, you know what? I, I saw you tweet this and I was thinking about it too. Must be something about that
0: Adidas branded
1: Man, basketball. Malachi that,
0: just is, he's an Adidas guy. He dude. likes the feel of that composite ball. Of course. There.
1: Yeah. I, well, you know, we, they mentioned it on the broadcast actually that like, you know, these Nike, cause they were talking about EJ specifically when he was having trouble early on. They said, you know, th- this is before Malachi truly got going, but they said, you know, Nike is the sponsor for Ohio State, and and there's something to that where these basketballs do feel a little bit differently. Guys talk about that, and it doesn't get brought up much. And I did appreciate that. It was, and I figured, because we have I, just talked in my about head this I was on the like, pod. Timmy, yeah. Timmy and I have had this conversation yep. that it's got to be a little bit of something, and I wish more people did think about it or talk about it. But yeah, that's such a curious little aspect to it. But I, I jokingly it is wild said
0: how the basketball can be different everywhere you go.
1: Well, I jokingly said, I wonder if Malachi Branham's gonna get an Adidas sponsorship out of this because you know, obviously he seems to like shooting with that basketball. And then I was because they also mentioned something else I did not realize, which was that Jimmy Sotos has a million followers on TikTok. Did you just realize that? And I went and looked at it and I said, Holy bleep, holy he bleep. does. Yeah. Yeah. So then I go through his TikTok and I'm just looking at some of the videos. He is sponsored by Adidas or at least did a commercial for Adidas and champs. Oh, he, was, he did. He was wearing some Adidas
0: shoes and yeah. Oh wow. Cause he has his own clothing line. Oh, I know. I, right. saw, him, I saw him dunking Totino's pizza bites on one too. <laughs> Jesus, he was man. I saw I like, eating, this super he famous. Was eat,
1: he was eating a salad that was sponsored. That was like, all wow. right, I got this. And he had a stack of them. He's like, let's open one of these up. Let's let me try the, this. Ross, Nice million followers
0: a million. on TikTok. And by the way, Chris Holtman knows when to push the Jimmy button. Dude. Brilliant Jimmy button he push. D- man, Jamari that is, needed to sit for a second. He was he turning did. the ball over left and right and Jimmy, pressed the Jimmy button and he's Jimmy incredible. had a
1: nice couple of passes, right? He had a nice couple looks in there where he veteran excellent basketball player mm. who yes, he is he is probably not going to do anything beyond play college basketball certainly, but He's going to make a million bucks a year doing social media. It's so appreciated do. to have a guy like him when he is playing like that who can come in. He's, he did that. What game was that where we were getting pressed out of our minds and he was like breaking the press every single time up the floor? I can't remember which one it was, but he came in and was one of the Florida. better. Yeah, and he yeah. came in and was one of the better ball handlers yep. against the press because he's been there, done that over so many years in his college basketball career. So it was it's nice having some of these vets, man, guys who played in the Big Ten, guys like him who played big minutes and you know, tournament games and stuff. Just that veteran presence, and this is without Justice Suing, right, who would add that if he were back in the mix, right? Yeah. Without Seth Towns, if he were ever, you know, we don't know what these guys. going to get some of these guys back. But when they do, that's going to be even more veteran leadership that you then add to suddenly Malachi Branham could have 25. EJ is always going to be most nights good for 25 to 28 points. And then we didn't even get to this. One of the biggest keys for this team, Zed, going out and getting what? 72 rebounds in that game. I want to say <laughs> like that <laughs> he, was, it's just it those, set up well for him. That was hit the, the glass he, in this game. He did, did. He, but he gobbled it up and took those opportunities and helped keep this team in it. And that, that was part of the toughness yeah. too. I
0: was surprised he didn't get more down low from an offensive standpoint, but he's done that. He's shown that propensity And this this is a team with a Final Four ceiling. Still, I
1: I thought at the beginning of the year they get there. Now we can definitely say that. Yeah, and
0: they're not there yet, but the pieces are there. The pieces are there. They all keep improving. No doubt about it. They keep working towards it. So it's going to be Indiana coming up on Thursday. Bone, you got a show to do. And uh, I appreciate you giving the Buckeye show fans some extra content tonight. Well some I appreciate, basketball with
1: the bone. I appreciate the Buckeye fans who check out the show every week. We appreciate you guys listening to the Buckeye Show. And Timmy and I could talk Buckeye basketball for probably two hours every day if they'd let us, but they don't. So that's fine. We'll do it here occasionally, and I'm glad that you guys check out yep. the Buckeye Show. Please keep doing that.
0: We'll. Uh, I'm on the prowl for some prisms or mosaics. So whenever <laughs> I get those, we'll do another little uh, pack rip. Oh, I actually, yeah. I should have saved one. I I got an NBA mosaic pack. It was only oh, twenty nine yeah. ninety nine. So I thought that was in the wheelhouse. It wasn't Talk like a eighty little, uh, bucks. Little
1: collector cards yeah. here. What did you? Did I got you pull a,
0: anything good? I did. I pulled. So it was one of those prism packs with the three card bonus in it. Okay. in like the black cellophane. Nice. And I pulled a pink crystal Luka Doncic. That's
1: pink always Pink cracked dice, whatever the yeah, their terms those are they cool. call these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah, next time I get one of those packs, I won't open it. We'll do another little rip on the fan TikTok account.
1: I'll tell you, one of my favorite cards to collect right now. And they're, I mean, this is not for a worth anything aspect. I just like collecting them. Getting Jay Sean Tate cards, fun as hell. Yeah, I got a couple of got, Jay I Sean got, rookies too. I've been too. getting some rookies of his, and I love stocking up on those and just having them because he's... Yeah. What a great player he was here. And then now oh. he's he's doing good things in the NBA for those who don't watch. I know we focus a lot on college, but doing good things, man. Oh, man. Oh, and congrats to Kato on the game against Kata, the Lakers. Yes. Yes. That was
0: sensational. Absolutely, Just man. awesome.
1: He deserved that. I want to see, see more. I want to see him more. I want to, like, let's get him some more run. Come on. Let's go. He's, he's fantastic.
0: All right. He's T-Bone, everybody. Thanks so much for the time. Social media account at Degenerate T-Bone, correct? You got it. That's the one. All right, everybody. Thanks for checking out a little bonus episode of the Buckeye Show. We will see you where we see you all the time on the fan at 6 o'clock. Have a good one.